Hey you! Yes you! I'm talking to you! I'm talking to you! This book, read on it! My dad wrote it! What's his name? Um... Posse Diamond! Yeah! This book is not for kids. It's for older kids in Madison too. I want you to read this book. Thank you everybody. Have a good day. Don't forget to read the book or else. A heartbreak to change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all Welcome, welcome to... Dad is not now. My name is Ishmael. Changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative on the things I care about. And this is a special, special, special episode because this is a joint uh, collaboration with my good brother that I've known for over two decades. He is the co, uh, co, 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 co founder, co host of one of the dopest podcasts on the planet, Jeek Nation, Mr. Magic. What's going on? Let, let yo, yo, yo. What's good, Ish? Um, as Ish said, you know, my name is uh, Rocky Mr. Magic, or Magic for short. I am one half of the original Jeek podcast by Jeek Nation. Uh, we are the best conversation in sports and geek culture. And I'm glad to uh, to do get another collab with you, my brother. Do you smell? La, 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 la. What the Jeek Nation is cooking. I can't do the eyebrow. But it's all love. It's all love, man. But what I always do in my podcast, because I'm all about mental health. How's your heart, brother? Oh man. Um you know, that's a that's a big that's question. A loaded Fly. question. The, I'm um my heart right now is uh is being carried um the lord is carrying my heart right now um my beautiful girls are teenagers the youngest and uh these years are trying um i've already gone through one teenage daughter and that was tough but three at one shot is it is a whole nother level um so I am just letting the Lord carry my heart because I am not strong enough to carry on my own. Um, you know, it just, you know, going through this season um, and making sure that uh, I don't feel hopeless or defeated when these times can be tough and trying um, as these girls go through a very tough, you know, season. Um, I can't imagine being a teenager t in today's world, let alone being a teenage girl with how these kids, like when we were kids, kids bullied you at school and then you went home and it was done until the next day. Now with technology, these kids are bullying you online. It's, it's, it is a constant thing. I would not want to be a kid through this current era um, we can't even, they, you know, we, we, we could scrap and like, you know, no one would see it. You could settle things. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. So being a kid right now, you're 
scrutinized more than ever. Uh, people have access to you more than ever. The social expectations are so different. Uh, it is really a, a, it's a whole new world for these kids. So, um, you know, my, my heart is just being carried and just trying to remain hopeful. And that's what about you? My heart is good, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be with you. Um, I'm just blessed to to have the opportunity to have this platform to to collaborate with you. Um, the last time we collaborated was what two three years ago when we two did years the, ago, yeah. When we did the um, with um, which I'm call it, Sean Porter and Boyd. Yep, I think that was that the was last thing we did. It was that or below the surface. They were around the same time. Around the same time, but it's been a minute, and I'm just blessed that the opportunity to just be with you and just um, break bread with you and just have a great conversation. And then the other stuff, you know, we I talked to you behind the scenes about it and stuff like that. So yeah, it's yeah. just it's just blessed to be in a position where I can do things that I I like to do. It's passionate. I'm passionate about it. So I'm, I'm 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 blessed, man. Um, Definitely no distractions, like to fall straight straight ahead on to the to the things that you know I I always want to do and the things I continue to want to do is just impact the world, man. No doubt, no doubt. And 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 I want to congratulate your Michigan Wolverines for winning the national championship. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time. I'm a little sad that Harbaugh's leaving, but I I'm thankful for what he did. AKA the uh, hamburger helpler, aka Danny Davis. <laughs> he does look like the hamburger helper. He looks like he, he, he looks like hamburger a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he stole the trophy and just ran away. Well, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> there's like he's won three straight Big Ten championships. Uh, he won the national championship. There is no better, like, if you're going to exit on top, there is no better exit on top. Um, so, like, I can't blame Jim for leaving the San Diego job. I mean, Herbert's a heck of a quarterback. Um, it's, it's Southern California. You know, I mean, it's, and he, he played for the Chargers. Like, it, it is, it's really one of those things where, I get why he took the job. Um, I just wish he would have stayed, but, you know, I, Michigan's not going anywhere. Uh, whether Sharon Moore becomes the new coach or, um, you know, there's been rumors that uh, Brian Kelly may be interested in the job. Um, even, bef- even before we won, there was rumors that Kelly might be interested in it if Harbaugh went back to the NFL because there was talk about that win or lose if Harbaugh would go back to the NFL. So um, Michigan's not going anywhere. And then I'm just hoping my Detroit Lions win this NFC Championship game and make their first Super Bowl. What are your thoughts of them being now the Americans team? That's what people are talking about. I like, mean, they're Americans the team. They're, Amer- they're jumping on the bandwagon for this, you know, for this playoff run. And it's a great story. I mean, America, America loves a great story. America loves a good underdog story. Um, you know, it's been since 1991 since we've been in the NFC Championship game. And this is a very dangerous team. So if San Fran plays poorly like they did against Green Bay, we have a shot of going in there and winning the game. Um, and we've looked better each week. Uh, so I'm I'm very I'm confident that uh, 
Coach Campbell will have the team prepared that will go in there and really have a legit shot at winning this game and making our first ever Super Bowl. And I'm a strong believer that NFL is rigged, but that's my my belief that they want to see the Lions in a in a Chiefs Super Bowl. A rematch week one? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. I think uh, – I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's tough. I would like – I mean – I would rather the Lions play the Chiefs than the than the Ravens, because um, I think the Ravens overall are a better team, uh, and they and they took it to us last time we played. But I mean, I'm just saying the X factor is uh, what's the what's the chick's name? Um, what's her name? The the singer that's Dayton Dayton Kelsey. Oh, Taylor Swift. There you go. That's the X factor. Well, so people are saying what they really want is an Eminem versus Taylor <laughs> Swift battle, which, yeah, I, I can do without either one of those. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Because the NFL is a business at the end of the day, bro. It's like they hey, want hey. new they want new fans. And well, nothing yeah, like I mean, and, fans and, they're, fans. and they, they push for the casual. They don't push for the real sports fan. They want more casual eyeballs. And even though we purists don't want it to be, uh, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, they are what our primary topic tonight is. They are sports entertainment. You know, the NBA is an entertainment company. The NFL is an entertainment company. Um, So, you know, I don't know how, uh, how... Direct to script, they are. If there's a little ad libbing here and there, um, I didn't see anything to me that said, you know, script. I mean, I've seen some stuff. We've both seen some stuff that said, okay, that's rigged. But this year, these playoffs seem pretty kosher so far. And I don't say that because my lines are winning. I see that because they seem they seem pretty kosher. Yeah, let's see what happens. You know, what 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 until. Who makes it to the Super Bowl? And then we'll have that conversation after. <laughs> but transitioning into, like you said, sports entertainment, um, I think one of the biggest news of 2024 is that the death of cable. But this has been going on for almost 10 years now. One of the staples of um, shows on cable is uh, WWE Raw. Been on USA for 30 years. Now in 2025, it's going to transition to Netflix on a big deal of $5 billion, which is a game, I wouldn't say a game changer, but more likely, again, going back to the death of cable because Raw was that staple for cable television. Now that's going to be gone. Now it's going to force um, people who don't have Netflix, if they want to watch Raw, to subscribe to Netflix. So, like, learning some more of that information, what do you think about this in in real time? So my my thoughts are, well, this is really a big blow to NBC Universal, which is what, you know, who owns the USA Network. Uh, Raw has been on USA. Um, not continually, but um, except for the, the short time where Raw was on TNN slash Spike TV, 
Raw had been on USA um, essentially almost from from the very first Raw. It's been a USA staple for the majority of Raw's existence. Um, and I believe that, um, and this will definitely be the first time in its 30-year history that Raw has not aired new episodes on a linear television network. So this is this is massive. Um, the the money portion you mentioned five billion that is the commitment made by Netflix, and that's going to pick out um, pretty, pretty much five hundred million per year, which is essentially double the current U.S. Uh, the current uh, NBC Universal deal. Um, that is, and then that's just an astronomical jump uh, in doubling the the value for just for just raw. Um, this is going to force a lot of hands, like you said, um, and a lot of these hands are going to be forced to decide to to keep Netflix um, because with other things that Netflix would have, like uh, uh, you know, Orange is the New Black, you know, when a new season would drop of that, or Stranger Things, um, you know, or any other popular Netflix um, original, you know, people would sign up for a free trial. Um, and then they would go to watch that. And then after that, they would then drop, you know, they would drop off. Um, you can't do that now because as we both know, 52 weeks of raw, there is no off season. There is no, you know, there is no pause. You are it's 52 weeks of television and it's, it's live television. So that is really going to be, an interesting shift to the Netflix model because we traditionally don't have anything like that. Um, some streaming platforms like Hulu, for example, has been had live sports on for, uh, for a couple years. And, uh, a, uh, and Max started implementing live sports, but Netflix has kind of been lagged in that part of the game. But this is a game, this is a big shift. This is a big game changer come 2025, where the biggest wrestling company in the world, um, the most profitable wrestling company in the world, who allegedly may have signed uh, Okada, um, you know, the biggest Japanese star in the world, Twenty twenty five. That's going to be the exclusive home for their flagship show. You know that is. Uh, I mean, it, it's tough to even know how to react to. And then, um, when, you know, when we, we talked about preparing for this, even though Raw has been the flagship show and is always and will always be treated as a flagship show, the biggest show, the better show of late, has been SmackDown, and the rights to that. Who knows what the asking price would be for the rights to SmackDown or where SmackDown could be. SmackDown could end up on Max. It could end up on Paramount. It could end up uh, with Disney, you know, Disney slash Hulu. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of options and linear cable for it to keep. It would really have to make just an insane type of deal like 
we thought the Fox deal for SmackDown was big, but to keep SmackDown off of something else, ah, that could take a really insane offering. Like I can't just to put it in 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 terms. Um, SmackDown was SmackDown is going to supposed to transition this year in October uh, from Fox to USA under a five-year, $1.4 billion deal. So that's five years, $1.4 billion. Raw's 2025 deal is 10 years, $5 billion. That's, and that's Fox great. had been Fox had reportedly been paying about two hundred five million a year for the rights to SmackDown. So if SmackDown continues to be the better show, a higher drawing show, the asking price for it could it could double again or even more. And, it, and it's crazy that you bring that up because you know you know I'm, I'm about bringing receipts back in 2019. Nick Khan said WW. The Peacock deal is now undervalued, and this was in 2019. And under Peacock, you know, they have the premium live events. Right. And the Peacock deal ends in 2026. Correct. And so could there be a possibility we could see premium live events on Netflix? That that's a that's a potential. Um I think the premium live events um they may yeah that, that's a good question because you know what do what do they do with the network in that library? Um does the library go to a different home? Um if I'm if I'm TKO because we can't, you know, since now they're WWE now has a boss. If I'm TKO, I would want to simplify things as much as I can for my fans because, God forbid, a wrestling, a, a WWE fan has to go to Netflix for Raw, let's just say, for discussion's sake, Max for SmackDown. And then the, let's say, the library stays on Peacock. Or whatever deal now to get access to what you used to have in one place now you've got to have three subscriptions to three places and then you're likely going to have people who are going to you know say well i prefer smackdown over raw so i'm only going to have this or and this or maybe i don't watch the library enough so i'm not going to pay for that anymore and maybe i only pay for these two or i'm only going to pay for one so tko's really got to figure out how uh, conducive, they're going to make accessing WWE content to the consumer because if it gets too convoluted and gets too spread out, uh, that's going to be tough. One thing that cable did do uh, is essentially make it simple because even though the shows are on different nights and different channels, you, when you pay for your cable package, you're paying for one item that gives you access to both things. Uh, Obviously, with streaming, that's not the case unless everything is under one umbrella. So that that would be that would be my concern for for TKO as far as what how they're going to make that decision 
Um, and also, if Netflix would try to bid for SmackDown, would they, you know, would they be willing to pay, you know, whatever the potential massive asking price for SmackDown would be? Would they be expecting some type of discount because they're already paying for Raw? Like, it's it's a really interesting situation. Yeah, it is. And, and then also is is that it's a 10-year deal, but within the five years, if it doesn't work out, Netflix can just walk away. Netflix can opt out after five, and they can also extend for another 10. Yeah. That's their option. Um, but also, you have to also consider, even though um, because TKO owns WWE and, WWE and the UFC, you also have to consider that portion of it um, and what that could do to potential deals with TKO. Um, that that really could be a factor to whatever negotiations um, could happen in the future because if they're going to do premium live events uh, on a streaming channel, then the you know UFC on ESPN may no longer be a thing and it may become UFC on Netflix or UFC on Max, um, which to me would make more sense. Um, speaking of Max, so I, 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 I've had this thought for a while okay. and I know it's not going to happen because I know because Vince is Vince um, and unless someone really at TKO really sees value in it, I don't see it happening, but the wrestling fan in me would do it. Um, Max or HBO has always been known for being more raw, um, you know, more vulgar, more nudity, more sex, you know, just, just being a, a rougher product overall, right. uh, being, you know, especially for when we were younger, you know, when TV, rest- you know, TV, FCC and such rules were restricted, you couldn't say a lot of things on television. Now with streaming services, you get away with more stuff, but some of them still have, you know, rules as far as, um, you know, what they're, what they allow on the content. HBO pretty much has no rules. I mean, anyone who's watched Game of Thrones um, knows there's, there's like no rules right. on, on HBO. So my thought, what it has been for a few years is that Vince should, and TKO now could bring back the ECW brand and have it be an exclusive show on Max where they could actually be extreme like ECW was in the 90s. Part of that's probably just nostalgia talking in my head, but you you know a big thing that problem with ECW reboot under the WWE banner was the fact that it was on sci-fi and you couldn't do what ECW did on network television. Well, if network television is only a problem, because you can do anything under the sun on HBO, to me, you still have an you still have an audience that would like that. They don't want to watch um, GCW or Combat Zone or you know these other known indie you know uh, extreme brands. They would prefer it to be a better, higher production that WWE does. I think it would be a cool thing. I think it would be worth it. Um, and it just, it would give you a, a place to, to sign 
those guys who wanted to do that style someone especially big names like mox like if they had something like that moxley probably wouldn't have gone to AEW. he probably would have stayed in and headlined a ECW brand uh, of WWE because he, you know, one of the reasons why he left is he wanted he wanted to bleed. He wanted to do stuff that they didn't want to do any they weren't doing anymore. Um, and we see in AEW, he's done a lot of bleeding. And a lot. Yeah, he's done every, a lot of every every match he bleeds. Mox likes to bleed. So to me, there are fans who want that. And there's not a small amount. It's it's you know it's not millions and millions, but it's a substantial audience that wants to see that. And if you have it, and you have a place where it can be, why not? And that's just you know you've got guys that you can sign that you don't have to worry about them working with your other guys. They're going to work that show. They're not going to work Raw. They're not going to work SmackDown. They're going to work whatever EC you know name you want to give the ECW show, and that's that. They don't have to have any crossover. They can just be a separate show. And if you have guys on your other rosters that want to go to, you know, the extreme version, cool. That's their path. If they want to switch out, then they switch out. They don't do that. But like, it to me doesn't make sense to not provide an option to a substantial part of the audience that would like to see the blood and the craziness and the jumping off of, you know, you know, uh, balconies and whatever else these guys want to do to their bodies right you know right no but the one thing too again it's that sports entertainment thing um and what what i think they want to just stay away from is they want to kind of get that disney image of wrestling because again it's sports entertainment they want to make it you know child like like child friendly you know they they they're done with the raw is war era. They're done with that. You know, oh, the, the attitude. They I mean the attitude, attitude era. Yeah, attitude, they're done with that. That's 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 distant memory. That's never coming back. No, no, and I, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not asking for it to come back. Um, in that aspect, I mean, I guess kind of. I mean, that was you know ECW's heyday was during the attitude era. Uh, so I guess in a way, I'm saying that. Um, but what I'm saying is the max would be a place where you can have that and you don't have to worry about people being upset that it's on network television. Right. You know, if you're going there and you're pressing play, you know what you're in for. You right. know that you're going to see mature themes. You're going to hear a lot of cussing. You're going to see, you know, you're going to hear and all the, you know, all you may hear and see things that are, that are offensive. Um, and if you have a problem with that, don't turn it on. Um, and they don't seem like, and all the ECW stuff is on Peacock right now, and no one's like, you know, making a fuss about it. So I think if you're going to make a new show, I think Max would be a great place to put an ECW, even if you don't use ECW name. Um, if, if you just put an extreme, you know, or underground, you know, type of show that's, you know, that's grimier, grittier, you know, got more of the blood, got more of the, you know, these guys that want to bleed, let them bleed. You know, if it, to me, I don't see why Vince wouldn't do it because he's all about draw me money. So if he draws him money, who cares? But that's the one thing too, is like at the end of the day is what Emmanuel 
once because <laughs> he's the he's the dude. He's the he's the top he's the top dude. Right, and that's why I think a TKO could potentially do it because I mean let's 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 not act like the UFC is is modern gladiator. That's that's mm-hmm. about blood. That's about bones being broken. You know, arms being snapped. So I think if if someone pitched it enough to Manuel and he could see that there is value there, you know, I think it's a prime opportunity. If you've, even if I'm Vince and I say now no one's going to blame me if I bring it back because mm-hmm. TKO is ultimately responsible. And now maybe Vince himself, you know, not that he would because anything that brings anything to a name that he didn't create, he doesn't want to push. But an extreme wrestling show, I think, would be a great idea. I think there's a, I think because of the production value right. that you know, the WWE has, or just which is just there's no one, no one produces television the way they do for wrestling. But, like their production value is it's so far and above everyone else's. It's not even funny. But when Witcher McCullough, when um Witcher McCullough, Peter Dunn left, you can you see the change. <clears throat> you see a lot. Of change of how oh, you know, when Kevin Dunn left, Kevin Dunn, yeah, that's what I mean. I called him Peter Dunn, yeah, call him Peter, yeah. You were thinking about Peter Gunn, so. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's different, but you know, I mean, it's really not, I mean, it's really hasn't changed that much to, in my personal opinion. Like, right. I see a couple differences with Kevin Dunn gone, but I don't think it is that significant of a change, I really don't. Uh, and then the production level is still it's still fantastic. Um, the angles they get, you know, the dedication to wrestling the WWE style, you know, focus on that hard camera. Um, and honestly, though, my thing is if they and if they wanted to do something different to even test the waters, a hardcore show would be the best way to do that. You test different ways of shooting wrestling with that show. And you don't have to do that with NXT because NXT has grown as a product itself where it's it's more viable. Let your hardcore show be where you take the risks because, you know, they're going to not your primary streamer for it. They know that they're going to get something raw, something gritty, something that's going to be a different product than what they see on Raw or SmackDown or NXT. You know, I think that would be a good place to take those risks, to take those chances while these guys are jumping off stuff and taking chances, you know? Right. But I think where they're leading to is they have that Walmart mentality where this deal with Netflix is going to be the the beginning of, like, one shop area buying where I can see everything WWE is going to be on Netflix. I can see that happening. Like, all... Because the one thing about WWE is that they have a monopoly on the history of wrestling. Right. Majority I mean, they own the history. AWA tapes, they own the WCW yeah. tapes, ECW tapes, um, and a bunch of other older other promotions they have that for. Um, I, it, I would agree with you if Vince was still a private company. But PKO, who knows what they'll do. That's true. Because the one thing is crazy too is that you know the Rock is a part of the board of director, and that agreement yes. is that he has the rights to the Rock name. 
Correct. Which Vince would never in a never. million ever never give that up. Give that never. up. Never. And this is and that kind of kind of like you were alluded to is that this is a different WWE than the yes. Vince McMahon WWE. This is a different business now. And how they do and how TKO is gonna do TKO knows the value in the rock's name, and they also understand. If they piss the rock off, that is not good for business. So give the man what he wants. You know, um, now Matt and Jeff Hardy can't come and demand, you know, um, Team Extreme or something like that. Like they're not letting that go. They don't have that type of pull. Mm -hmm. But, you know, an Undertaker, a, uh, you know, a, a massive name, they, if they wanted to pull that, they probably get that because it's a different, it's a different business. Um, and you're talking about a, a, a publicly traded company that operates like a traditional com- company. And even though WWE was publicly traded for a while, Vince did not run it that way. He still ran it like it was a privately owned company and the board really couldn't do anything because he had so much of the voting power you know, it didn't, they could say whatever they want. It didn't matter because Vince was, Vince was King. Yeah. Vince is not King. We have so many different avenues that TKO can go with, with things. Um, especially because when it comes to it, um, it's all about drawing money to the fight, whether it's UFC or whether it's WWE. So there's going to be, I, I foresee a lot of cross promotion between UFC and WWE. I see that TKO um, passing a lot of guys who can't hack it anymore in the UFC um, to try to draw money in WWE. Um, I'm kind of surprised McGregor hasn't gone that path yet. Um, you know, talkers like him, I'm surprised Covington isn't at the performance, you know, Kobe Covington isn't at the performance center being, a, a, you know, being a racist heel. Um, <laughs> you know, some of these guys, we, Covington, he's a, I mean, I can't stand the guy, but he's a good fighter. He's, he's a good lost talker. a couple. He's a good talker, but he's lost a couple steps, and he can't hang at the top of the division anymore. And if he wants to keep making money uh, and big money and be a big name, he's not going to be able to do it in the UFC. And I don't think Bellator is – not that they're doing poorly, but I don't think he a jump to Bellator would be the money he's looking for or the level of fame he's looking to maintain. Going to WWE potentially could be, um, you know, that's a, a lateral move um, for guys like that. And if you and if you can be in the UFC and keep your keep your good looks, you know, keep your face intact, yeah. um, you know, you can go there WWE and, and potentially make some money. Every you know, you're as a competitor, you automatically have a legit um, background. People are going. You're going to be more believable. Um, even though Rousey was not the greatest, in my opinion, um, obviously her background's legit. Right. There's no, there was no doubt. Um, I just think she wasn't booked well, and you know, character-wise, wasn't you know great. But obviously, the you know the Ken Shamrock one was a good run. The Dan Severn run could have been better, but was a decent run. And everybody knew the legitimacy behind Dan Severn, behind yes. Ken Shamrock, even Tank Abbott in WCW legitimacy behind those guys so 
Um, and even even the you know the other stars we you know in in wrestling, the Nick Namus um, as a wrestling star, Bobby Lash as a wrestling star, Brock as a wrestling star. Yes. Um, you know, turn UFC and obviously Kurt Angle, the greatest, you know, athlete turn pro wrestler, um, in that, you know, grappling sense, you know, or, or martial art to to wrestling sense. The legitimacy is there. You continue to add legitimacy in those athletes, you know, that just that's just to me, that's just more dollars. And those are names you don't have to build. You don't have to build those names. Those names are already established. You can teach them how to work in the ring and then you plug and play them. Um, You know, I, I just, I think there's so much potential for TKO to just do so much more than what Vince would have or could have done um, when he was at the reins. I could see that happening down the road, but I think right now it's just that just trying to solidify those deals. They got raw. On Netflix, now is SmackDown. I think that's that's SmackDown right there. That's the big elephant in the room. Is where is SmackDown gonna go? Well, the problem is, is can Netflix commit to that type of money? Like you, you said everything under one umbrella. I don't know if Netflix could. I think the only honestly, I don't think Netflix could even generate that money to commit to that. The only company I think that would have the money to buy and encapsulate everybody is Disney. And I don't think that they want that product. Um, there had been talk about Disney buying WWE before, but I really don't think they want that product. Granted, WWE at Disney World would be a really cool thing. Um, and there could be so much potential for you know, uh, a part of the theme park that is wrestling dedicated, you know, a a wrestling resort where your room is, you know, rock themed or Austin themed or, you know, you know, whoever, whatever stars like there is so much potential there is what Disney could do if they bought it. Right. And I think they're the only ones with the juice that could buy the rights for Raw and SmackDown because I don't think Netflix can come up with another, you know, let's say even seven billion dollars or seven and a half to to encapsulate SmackDown and Raw. That's a lot of money. No, it it, it is. But what I worry with Disney is that they're losing money too. Like you see what that with ESPN with the cutbacks on ESPN, and you see like the the. Uh, uncertainty with Marvel and stuff like that. So Disney right now is kind of like on that. Uh, let's 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 see what we're doing with the money and things like that. So Disney is not like a, a slam dunk either. Well, see, um, Disney's Disney's I, Disney's not losing money. Disney's losing profit. Mm-hmm. They're not losing money because. They're rearranging things because their projected profits aren't what they projected. The MC and, and obviously part of that's because the MCU has not had the focus that the first three phases had. Wow. Um, so a lot of the shows and movies and stuff are not are not coming to the same uh, result. And then there obviously there's the you know the unrelated to the actual art, and then there's the people who are you know bashing them because you know you know, female led shows and, you know, all the, all the political social BS that are keeping people away from 
consuming a lot, some MCU stuff. Um, and the ESPN thing, ESPN is a part is is a staple of cable television, like we mentioned earlier, and that is Dying. fading. Um, they have even, to retool. How even their, um, that even their, my bad. Even their um, their um, streaming service, like when they jumped off, wasn't doing well from day one. Oh no! I mean, they 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 definitely fumbled how they launched Disney Plus, but Disney Plus has recovered pretty well. But I was um, talking about the ESPN, and you know how with oh, Disney okay. Plus, they try to bundle everything. Well, I, I had to me, I have the bundle, and the bundle oh. to me is worth it, like because it gives me ESPN Plus, it gives me Hulu, and it gives me Disney 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 Plus. Um, so I, I I like the bundle. Um, I my problem with the the bundle or the ESPN portion of the bundle was that I don't get enough um, that I care about because of the TV deals. So I I don't get enough NBA basketball that I want to see. I, I get a lot of, I get, I get a lot of sports, but a lot of it, you know, there's no NFL on it. Um, there's very little NBA and, you know, there's college basketball. The college basketball season is good for, um, and, College football season is actually not even really good for because the Big Ten network, it's actually only like SEC stuff because the SEC deals with ESPN. Big Ten network is separate. Um, you know, the Pac-12 is not even going to be a thing anymore, and that, that network failed. Um, so, like, honestly, the you know, the Big Ten network is the only thing that really matters, um, and Notre Dame is still independent. So outside the SEC, you really can't watch much football. Uh, on ESPN. So like Disney has to decide how they're going to retool how they do sports um, as well as how they retool, how they're going to do with ABC um, because how we consume that is, is changing drastically, but they still, but, but they're the only ones with the money. Um, I should say that I'm, I'm going to change. They're the one of two with the money. The other one with the money, who I think could be, a sleeping giant in this, and I think they're biding Amazon? their time. You talking huh? about Amazon? You talking about no, Amazon? Not okay. talking about Amazon, because okay. Amazon, as you say, Amazon has the money. I don't think Amazon um, is, in my opinion, Amazon doesn't seem to be as dedicated to the television and film portion as some other companies are. I think the sleeping giant that could be a contender, at least for WWE content wrestling content as far as a encapsulating home because amazon technically they do have the money too so i don't consider them to be a potential player i think the only player that has had rumors around it that could be a a spot is disney the one i think that could be a a a dark horse is apple okay apple could be a dark horse landing spot they have the juice to afford everything and their television and film department and the money they're making from that is growing. Um, you know, that latest Leo movie, um, uh, blood on the diamond or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that has done extremely well. Um, you know, you know, the ending of Ted Lasso brought in huge numbers for all mankind is bringing, has brought in big numbers. Um, the, the, the Godzilla show, um, I forget the name of it, something with an M. Um, minus, that is it minus one? No, that's the movie, one? but they have a Godzilla show, okay. Um, that's that's doing really good numbers. 
And don't uh, they have? Don't they have? They play mo- a lot of Yankee games on Apple TV. I think they do. Uh, I'm not sure how that how that ties in. To be perfectly honest, but um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure on that. I can't comment on that. No, I think they do. They do play Apple TV. They have Yankee games on it. A lot of the Yankee games, and that's live TV. That's live games on Apple. TV. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 not sure on the on the sports side for for Apple TV, but like they are. I mean, I didn't foresee two years ago the the leap that they've made with their original films, their original their original shows, and how good a lot of them are, and the eyeballs that they're getting, right. um, and the money they're making off of that. So they could potentially be a place where all that. WWE content could land or or some of it. Um, Amazon, yeah, they've got the money, but they just to me don't seem all that committed to providing um, the best experience for people. Like they have a home run here and there, um, Invincible, for example, a home run here. Um, you know, there's a lot of hope for the Fallout show, right? That they're doing. Um, Wrinkle in time, but um, uh, handmade no, yeah, yeah, handmaid's tale was that Amazon? I think it was. I know Man in the High Castle was, yeah. so like they've had a couple ones here and there, but I just don't see them as a player for, for wrestling. Um, I think the real player outside of Netflix and Max would potentially be, you know, Disney getting in and Apple as a potential dark horse because they always, because they, they always buy their time and, and pull the trigger when you least expected it. Right. Right. And I, and that could possibly happen. I think that might happen, but also what I also, um, when I, when I think about the, the, the Netflix deal is that there's a potential, that they might look into other things. Cause I think one of the bigger things that people are not talking about is the world cup. I, I know mm. there's an exclusive with ESPN now, but I don't know when their deal ends, but I think FIFA, the world cup is a, a, a big thing right there too. Cause no, if, that Netflix, is. if Netflix get the world cup, now they're, reaching a global audience, even though they already have a global audience, but I would say that's the most watched on a global I mean, that's, yeah, that's the most watched uh, multi-day event in the world. Like, Super Bowl is the most watched single game, but right. as far as, like, tournament, you know, yeah, the World Cup is that, that's it. Um, so, I mean, so, obviously, that's Disney money there. Disney has to make it, you know, a, a decision, like I said, they've got to re- decide how they're going to retool how they do sports. Um, if to me, if they start offering more within E, even if they raise the price, like I think right now the price is like, I think it's still $13.99 for the bundle. Right. If they raise the price to let's say 20 a month, but anything that's broadcast on ESPN, essentially that you get, I get access to, that's worth it to me. Right. You know, that means if I can go on the Disney Plus app and I can see all the Disney stuff, all the Hulu stuff, 
and and the in ESPN uh, sports section where I can do the World Cup or um or, or whatever event you know events they have. Uh, to me, that's to me that's worth it. College, whatever whatever they have, to me that makes it worth it. Some things, yes, they don't have, uh, but then they can start contending for more. They can start contending because, um, I mean, we're we're near the end of January. March Madness is right around the corner. How long will CBS be able to hold on to those rights? There you go. You know, how long will, um, you know, other sports that have big, um, bigger events, how long will the Kentucky Derby be where it is? How long will, um, how long will, how long will NBC be able, Universal be able to hold on to the Olympics? There you go. You know, um, so depending upon, you know, that could be potentially, we could potentially watch Netflix, uh, you have to go to Netflix for the Olympics or go to Max for the Olympics. Um, I don't, I, I think, you know, I think Disney, however, the, however they handle the next year or two, with how they do sports and whatever deals they can strike and how committed they are to continuing to produce linear television compared to linear, not quite linear television, but putting that stuff and pushing it onto the streaming platforms. That's going to really decide how they're going to proceed moving forward with, are they going to be able to be contenders in that space? Um, Because even if they don't contend for, WWE, um, someone's gonna have, you know, someone's gonna have to deal with bidding for AEW. Yeah. Um, I don't think AEW is going anywhere. Um, you know, Tony but Khan, his money to... aren't going anywhere, and yeah, you know, they're not gonna get the same money as WWE. No, but here, but the thing is, if you know, if you want to invest in wrestling, and you don't want to invest that much money in wrestling. Um, and you want to take a, you you want to take a, because here's the thing, like Tony's Khan's got a lot of money and he's doing a pretty good job um, with the TNT and TBS deals on producing good looking television. But Tony Khan doesn't have Disney money and he doesn't have Disney production. So if Disney bought or, you know, had a deal with them, um, that could increase the production value. Um, that could increase the eyeballs that are already Disney plus slash Hulu subscribers that would could potentially now watch, especially if you have people who don't want to pay Netflix to watch wrestling. So if as for example, let's say I'm not as big of a wrestling fan as I am right. as a, as, just hypothetically as, as a family, especially as a, if you're a family man, if you're paying Disney, the Disney bundle, you're getting Disney stuff that your kids can watch. You've got ESPN stuff for sports stuff, and you've got Hulu where, you know, that has, you know, television for teens and, you know, that, you know, women and all, you have all types of stuff on Hulu. If you have a wrestling product there, financially, it makes more sense to pay Disney, get some wrestling there, instead of paying Disney and Netflix just for Raw. You know, because sometimes, you know, people, you know, there was a whole, you know, 10 years ago, the whole talk was about cutting the cord from cable. Now people are talking about slimming down, like Rocket Money, every ad they put out is about reducing your subscriptions. So if you're trying to save money by reducing subscriptions, 
Disney Plus with AEW is a much more economical choice than paying for Netflix if primarily what you have it for is wrestling. Because if you're if you're a family of four with kids, you're going to get so much more value out of that Disney bundle than that's the same price or cheaper than what you're paying for Netflix. Right. So, I mean, and that could make AEW a better product, a in a larger you know a bigger contender. They're not obviously competing uh, on the same level as WWE. And I don't think they ever will. No. To be perfectly honest, no. but. It could definitely make them bigger, give them more eyeballs, and make them much more of a factor if someone like, uh, you know, a Disney, an Apple, um, or even an Amazon would better contend for that business because those TNT and TBS deals with the phasing out of linear television um, aren't going to last too much longer. No, no. And that's the one thing, too, is that Tony Khan is going to have to you know, get the ball rolling on something because like we started earlier that, you know, you know, the death of cable is, is here. It's been going on for almost 10 years. So um, he's going to have to figure something out because yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good because um, he's, he's going to need, and he's going to need to strike soon. Because you don't want to wait to see what WWE does because then you're left with whatever their their scraps are, for lack of a better term. You want to present your product and say, okay, we average, I don't even know what the numbers are, but let's say let's say collision averages eight hundred thousand a night. Right. You know, and let's say that um what's the other show? Uh collision Rampy. and Rampage. Rampage, yeah. Let's say Rampage averages six hundred thousand. Right. So you say, look, you know, we've got we've got one point four million viewers of wrestling each week, guaranteed. Those are eyeballs that we can bring to your streaming platform, and then they, of course, you know that that gives you they can leverage that to negotiate. Now, obviously, they'll be like, well, some of those people are already watching us, and you know, they go back and forth, but. That's 1.4 million eyeballs. They can say we're bringing that to your platform, guaranteed. You know, 52 weeks of programming twice a week. Those people are going to be on your programming, and if they're watching, obviously automatic suggestions roll into the next thing. They're probably going to stay on there, view whatever ads you have on your on on your streaming, depending upon what service they have, and go from there. Um, if I'm Tony Khan, I start. Trying to make that deal now, I agree. Because you don't you don't want to wait till SmackDown is somewhere and has a home. You don't want to wait till NXT has a home again because they could end up on three different places. You want to find a big uh, a good place to go right. and get in now and establish yourself, even if you have to do it a little early before your. Even if you have to uh, amend your deal with TNT a bit to allow for the streaming side, you want to get in. You want to get in now. You want to establish your spot in that streaming side. And the last place you want to end up is having to fall to like NBC Universal and having to go on Peacock. And now you're just going to look like, you know, right, a copycat of Vince. You all oh, you went where they left. Like that's the <laughs> last thing you want is to go where Vince left. So. You want to get in, you want to get in now, you want to get in with a Disney, you want to get in with an Apple and an Amazon, anybody but NBC Universal 
um, essentially is what you want to get in with and and establish and, and go from there. Or you might see him on Tubi. <laughs> right, because you don't want to end up on Tubi. You don't want to end up on Tubi. Um, and I mean, yeah, then that Tubi's a whole other ball game. But you don't you don't want to end up on Tubi. Yeah. You know, Tubi's generating a ton of money. You don't want to end up there. No, you don't. That's where a lot of black content is going. It's Tubi. But yeah. we, that, that's that's another thing. That's a whole that's a whole <laughs> did you see what Roland Martin said about Tubi? I did, I did. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. That's, that's, that's another subject. But in your um in your uh, crystal ball 2026 is when Peacock and the deal with Peacock ends. Mm-hmm. Do you see WrestleMania on Netflix? That that depend that, that depends upon where that depends upon where SmackDown ends up. If SmackDown is on Netflix, then yes. If SmackDown is somewhere else, then it's going to be on wherever the eyeballs are are going primarily. Um, or it could end up becoming going back to a paper pay per view situation. Uh, I don't think it will. Um, I don't think that's what they want to do because now they've got a new generation of fans that are accustomed to these premium live events, even though my mind was still pay-per-views, but these premium live events, um, especially because, you know, they're happening, premium live events are happening different days. They're not on Sunday nights all the time like they were when we were growing up. Um, You know, there's the Saturday ones and then they're doing the, and during the week ones where, you know, like the Saudi dates and stuff. So I, I think that whoever has whoever's bringing in the biggest dollars and the biggest eyeballs is where WrestleMania ends up. There's a high potential right now because Netflix got their foot in the door first that they could end up with it. But wherever we see SmackDown fall, um, you know, that's the, the bigger one of those two would probably be where it's at. Um, but guarantee it'll be on Netflix if they have both shows. I can't see it going anywhere else. And that would be and that would be big. That would be huge. Where do you see SmackDown going? I think if TKO separates it, I think that's tough. Because of all the consolidating and 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 um you know with Discovery buying HBO essentially. Um, I mean, it could end up on Max. Um, they seem to really be pushing for this live sports thing. Um, I that that's tough because I just don't think Netflix can can throw out another five seven billion dollars to add SmackDown to that lineup. Um, just especially in the next. Uh, you know, I forget when the the SmackDown deal ends relatively soon. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, so the yeah, yeah, so October October is when it goes to USA, um, and then I think around the same time as Peacock deal ends, close to that, close to that timeline. Trying to think. I don't know. I don't know when the date. I don't. I don't know when. I don't know when the deal moving SmackDown to Universal ends. 
Um, but okay. if there is not an extensive time frame on that, um, let's see if Google, let's see till ends. 2026, March of 2026. Okay. So they've got two years essentially to figure it out. So Netflix pretty much has will have two years to figure out if they can if they can bid and they're making enough if it's worth it for them to bid for SmackDown. And if SmackDown is still the show with the most eyeballs and making the most money for WWE, um, uh, the asking price in two years would probably be closer to 10 billion. And with already the commitment to pay five, um, you'll be two years into paying, you know, you'll be, you've paid a billion dollars to them uh, for, you know, two years in. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of money to commit. Um you know, to to it, but two years in, you'll you'll have a good idea as far as you know if it's going to be worth it to to take to roll those dice. Um, and if you can make it work, uh, you know that you know that makes sense. Like I, you know, it, it also depends on how immersive we you get. Like you know, for example, um, some people may not realize, but. You know, you can get mobile games through Netflix. Like I have uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I downloaded it on my phone just to see what the experience is like. Now that I have access to that mobile game because of my Netflix subscription, so you know now you know mobile games are part of the Netflix subscription. If things get more immersive with WWE, let's say uh, you know. Uh, in Netflix. So let's say I'm watching WWE on my phone right. um, and, you know, I'm watching a match and there's a interactive pop-up to buy, you know, a Kevin Owens shirt. If I can, you know, one or, or if I could one tap or, um, or overlay, you know, Apple pay, buy that shirt and still, you know, and where maybe, you know, it shifts the, the action to half the screen and I make my transaction and I'm still watching, you know, if it gets, you know, to an immersive point where you can make, you know, you can transaction, you know, and, and while you're watching the events on Netflix, um, you've got, you know, that's that you've got something there. You've got a whole different type of experience that would be very lucrative for, for both sides. So uh, it really depends upon, you know how deep Netflix can dig themselves into being a, a an invaluable part of WWE. Um, you know, can they take that gaming portion? You know, into not maybe just into mobile, but can they work it where if you're a Netflix subscriber, you get access to WWE 2K, yeah. uh, and you download that. You know, as a Netflix subscriber, there's an authentication, and now you have that on your PS5 or your, you know, your Xbox Series X or Series S. Um, you know, if if we're getting that granular, um, that can really make Netflix the spot, and you know, try to get WWE as comfortable and settled in as possible. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm just speculating on 
on one potential. But if they were, if they're thinking that, you know, then that makes Netflix the higher, higher potential. Um, that's, I mean, if I'm, if I'm an executive Netflix, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get them to dig in and every potential, everything that we have, we would have that's future cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we're putting this on you. You're, you know, you're going to be, you know, not the test, but you're going to be the first ones to get it when we're fully out of beta and everything like yep. they're going to get the whole shebang, yep. whatever we got, they're getting it. Um, because I mean, Vince has been printing money, um, essentially, especially the past five years, they just been printing money. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's really a toss up, but Netflix has done a good job getting themselves to be first in. Yeah. And now everyone else is just um, trying to follow. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing, especially with streaming services, um, is that there's a lot of followers, not a lot of leaders in this in this in this streaming service. They wait for one person to make the move, and if it becomes successful, everyone else follows. And I think well, you know, you know, I mean, entertainment is a copycat business. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, know, yeah. Uh, you know, so you you wanna you wanna blaze trails. Mm-hmm. And if Netflix, uh, you know, they they've been blazing trails in a lot of ways. So they they may have, you know, really cast the first shot across the bow in, in, in uh the latest iteration of the streaming wars. Um you know you've got you've got to take chances and they've taken they they rolled they've rolled some big dice. Um, you know, to quote uh Battlestar Galactica, you know sometimes you gotta roll the hard six. So yeah, true. You know, it, and right now it looks like it's gonna be the 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 right move because people <clears throat> pardon me, people are really like, you know, there's a lot of feedback, there's a lot of chatter, you know, yeah. on social media uh around this deal. It because of how massive it is um i mean it's on par with the uh with the big tens you know deal the big ten network you know with their tv deal um which is a five billion dollar deal like that's a lot of money and we see what that big ten deal has Mm -hmm. done for the big ten now they've got usc and ucla coming washington Mm -hmm. coming oregon Mm -hmm. coming uh rumors of florida state trying to trying to come up into the big ten like what that could do for wrestling, um, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, the possibility is endless. And then on top of it, imagine attracting um, wrestlers to your, your to to come to the WWE. It's like, oh, you're on Netflix. Where? Okay, I I I I'll take that deal to work with the WWE to be on Netflix. Um, that's huge right there too for a wrestler. I mean, yeah, I mean it's because you don't have to worry about not that you really had to worry about USA not being carried, but um you know it's it's almost a guarantee, like and Netflix is on Netflix is pretty much almost anywhere. So yeah, it's gonna be all but how however okay. I, did, I just thought of this. Okay. Is uh, it is there is a there is a there is a rights thing. 
So right. I didn't see anything in this deal as far as because you know, like Netflix in the UK world, ha, you know, has rights to shows and things that Netflix USA doesn't have rights for streaming. So like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, for example, that's on Max here, right. um, but I believe it's still on Netflix in the UK. Right. So how? I didn't see anything in the articles I've read as far as the international aspect. Oh of, yeah, I read I, I read a little bit about it too. That that impacts international too. Okay. So yeah, so if you got Netflix uh in the UK, if you got you Netflix, yeah, you you're going to be impacted by this. <laughs> okay. So so then that, that 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 makes a big difference because now yeah, cuz so now yeah, now Tony now Tony Khan's really got to uh, find find himself a home so that he can make sure his eyeballs are are in that type of range because that's a lot. That's a lot of Netflix. I mean, if if that's universal across all Netflix, you know, that's that's something. That's, um, that's major. That's uh, I'm not just thinking about the United States because I know a lot of people think. No, I know. I'm just thinking just of I know how the licensing and such you know goes with with Netflix. So, yeah, wow. (laughs) That changed the whole dynamic of the conversation. That that impact that definitely impacted (laughs) the the dynamic of it because I'm you know when I hear a deal like because a deal like that um, you know generally is region specific. So you know we're talking about if we're talking international as well that then they actually they may have underpaid honestly no they fact. may have underpaid you know yeah <laughs> so if you think about it that uh netflix got a deal i think probably what happened was this was the best deal tko can get and you know how people like to spend stuff, right? Well, I mean, when a company says they're going to pay you double of your current deal, right? And I don't think they were getting that; they were going to get that from anybody else. You take the deal. You take the deal, and especially when Nick Khan said in 2019 that you know that the 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 deal with uh, the Fox Peacock, deal, yeah. yeah, with Peacock, the deal with oh Peacock the Peacock deal, okay, was undervalued. Yeah. Yeah. But the Peacock yeah. deal also was uh it was a risk. Yeah. You know, because they were going from their own network and they they were taking a risk. Um but it paid off. Yeah, because they got five million dollars from Netflix. I mean five billion dollars from Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> billion with a B. B. A and that's the one thing B. like you were saying too, is that Netflix takes financial risks, you know. Yeah, they, they overpay for a lot of. I forgot, didn't they pay? Uh, was it three hundred twenty-eight million for a for for three? Was it three movies with the what was it? Um, Swords, Knife Out. Was it Knife Out? Swords, Knife oh, Out. Oh yeah, Knives Out, and um, yeah, and they paid they a lot of money. Yeah, was it three hundred and twenty-eight million for like something like that for like two movies? Glass onion and knives out, I think it was. Right. They yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and yeah, they uh, <laughs> they they take the risks. I mean, you've got to. You've got to have a little maverick and you've got you've gotta you've gotta take risks and you know, scared money don't make money. That's true. So, Look what they did with the animation. You see what happened with the Netflix animation, right? Yeah, I mean the animation, um, you know, they've they've been able to secure 
a lot of uh, exclusivity for a lot of good anime. Um, you know, you can go to Netflix and you can watch One Piece. You can watch. Uh, they've got some good original stuff on there as well. Uh, but, that, but the sucking too is that they 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 didn't they downsize that the animation uh, aspect of it, like the like the in house animation. In house, probably yeah, because it costs a lot of money to animate. Yeah, um, and it's a lot easier to outsource, and there's so many excellent studios out there that doing it in-house was probably a silly idea um when you can contract an outside studio to do it they yeah. probably do it better and you can still slap on netflix original series on top yeah. i mean they do that with stuff that wasn't theirs and then they buy it and they say netflix original yeah. series and we're like man this ain't no original <laughs> series of yours like who are you lying to <laughs> we remember when this was on tv like who are you lying to thanks, but, thanks. <laughs> but anyone new to it who hadn't seen it if their first exposure to it is on netflix and they see that they're going to think it's a netflix original series like it's going to be new to somebody right. so and and, and the, the reason why i brought that up too as we in this dope conversation is that 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 again for someone that never watched raw before and they see that netflix and then monday night raw that's a good question (laughs) is 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 the netflix is is the netflix the dumb thing is that gonna play before i mean yeah right (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't i don't know about that um I don't. I don't think. I, mean, I don't know. I really can't see TKO letting Netflix call that yeah. an original, you know, <laughs> production. I really have. I really doubt that we'll see that. But we might. Like I. I don't know. Um, but yeah, psychologically, yeah. what does that play to a person that's never seen an episode of Raw? They'll. They'll assume this is a, a Netflix original live show. <laughs> I think I think likely what we'll what we'll see is something that says um you know, kind of like what they've done with Fox, you know, SmackDown on Fox, you'll just say raw on Netflix, it'll be co-branded. Cool. I really can't see them allowing, especially now that TKO's at the helm, them allowing a full Netflix solo branding to come or appear before any WWE or TKO branding. I just can't see that happening. It's even if it was still just Vince, I really can't see that happening. That would be highly improbable. If it happens, (laughs) if it happens, that's the heist of the century. I don't, I don't see that happening. Hey, you never know. 2024 just started off with a bang with this, with this deal. This Facts. came out of nowhere. Like no one, like, I, yeah, I didn't foresee this happening at all. Yeah, and they found they found the money to pay for it. And so, again, we'll see what they're going to do with SmackDown. You know, uh, NXT has a home. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if it's true that Okada is coming to NXT. That would be dumb, but acquisition that would be a no, no. Yeah. The the acquisition isn't the concern. The concern is Okada has no business being on NXT. Send him no. to the Performance Center so that he can learn the their style, the way they like to present, 
and you yep. have him debut at a at a big event like AJ Styles does. You don't yep. send Okada to NXT. He's not yep. a rookie. He's not yep. a like I, I didn't think I, I thought it was disrespectful to them for them to send Shinsuke to NXT. I thought it was yep. disrespectful for Samoa Joe to be on NXT. Um that oh, they yeah. did have some banging matches, him and um, which no, I, I'm not saying they, they did great work down there, but in my opinion, they should have gone straight to the main roster. They had no business, in my opinion, being on NXT. Um, they should have been just, just like AJ Styles had no business on NXT, which is why they didn't put him on there, right? You get a guy of that caliber, you put him on your main TV, right? Okada should never see an NXT ring, no, no. If 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 I can um, have an idea, I would have him, but I doubt it's gonna happen because I think he's still kind of still gotta do stuff with um, New Japan. Is to have him as one of the secret people that come in the Royal Rumble, but that's not gonna happen. No, there's no time for that. No time. Um, it would be cool if he debuted at the Rumble, but I don't think there's time for that. No, 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 definitely not. But bro, this has been a dope, quite dope conversation about wrestling because you know wrestling is one of my favorite topics to talk about here. Um, uh, how can people find you, and what's your last thought on what we talked about? Oh, my last thought is uh, big money, big risks. That's my last thought. And uh, obviously, you can find your boy Rocky, Mister Magic. Um, on the original Jeek podcast, you can find that's J E E K. Um, you can find us on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, pretty much any platform. Uh, you can find the original Jeek podcast, which is the best conversation combining sports and geek culture. Um, any Jeek Nation podcast that you want to listen to, which are pro wrestling show Breaking Ring Rust, uh, you can find that. Also, just search Jeek, J-E-E-K, Space Nation, and you can find us. Um, keep your head up for and your ears listening for uh, not only new shows, new episodes of the original Jeek podcast, um, and some up- upcoming ones of Breaking Ring Rust. But we have actually going to make a, spe- a little announcement. We have acquired... Um, the dads who like anime podcast. Um, so that will be debuting on Jig Nation. Um, we will start, we will try to uh, expand a little bit um, because the original dads, um, all our dads, and because they're dads, time is, <laughs> is a precious commodity. So we will be looking to have other dads come on to the show. Um, and I'm, uh, we're looking to uh, debut dads who like anime on the Jeek Nation podcast network um, in late spring. So if you're a dad and you like anime um, and you want to be a guest and talk about it, um, you can hit me up uh, at jeeknation at gmail.com um, or on you know Facebook, IG, uh, Twitter, um, any of those social uh, networking platforms. All right. You heard that. You know, holla at the brother, doing great things, doing amazing things. So go holla at him, like now, <laughs> right now, right now. We we we're, we're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. My phone ain't my phone ain't dinging yet. Yeah, so we're waiting. <laughs> oh, I guess we got posted before it dings. Okay, I guess so. I'll I'll be patient. We'll be patient, but yeah, just do it, do it, do it. All right, so this has been another great collaboration. Look down the road for future collaborations down the road, and we out. Peace. Peace.
it's all for you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak A change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. My message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything, I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out. If it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.